0: Hey guys, what's going on, and welcome back to Onwards and Upwards, the podcast where we talk about all things health, wellness, productivity, and pretty much everything in between. My name is Hope, if you're new, and I'm super excited that you're joining me today. Thank you so much for being here. I honestly really appreciate it. But how have you guys been doing? What's going on? Catch me up on what's going on in your life. I have honestly been sick for the past week or so. It hasn't been super bad, but I definitely have not been feeling 100%, just like a sore throat, sinus type of thing. And I've had like zero energy. I don't know what what. what it is, but my energy is just in the drain, so I haven't exactly gotten a bunch done this week, but that's okay. You know, we're going to be kind to ourselves and not worry about that too much. And honestly, it doesn't help that I feel like I've been in a bit of a slump lately. I feel like I've talked about this before on social media and just, just kind of chatting with you guys in general. I feel like I have been in a slump in life. I don't know what it is. I don't know how it happens, but I'm just not really feeling inspired or motivated and everything I've been doing has been Kind of helping but then something will happen and then it just like it doesn't help anymore and so i've really just been starting to experiment with new ways to try to push myself out of a slump and i think i've talked to you guys about this before and in a typical sense normally all of the tips that i've given have really helped me and if i feel like i'm going into a slump i'll just kind of you know start changing my routine i'll eat better i'll exercise more and then i feel like i'm out of it But that hasn't been the case lately, and I really do think it's a partial burnout thing where I'm just feeling really overwhelmed and just kind of disconnected from what I'm doing on the day-to-day. And honestly, after everything I tried, it wasn't until I started to romanticize my everyday life that I started to feel a little bit better. And I do want to say this is something that I'm still trying to do now because I still don't feel like I'm completely out of the slump, but I really do feel like this helped a lot. And so that's what I want to talk to you guys about today. I want to just kind of brief you guys on how I romanticize my everyday life. It's something that I feel like I've been doing for a while, but I feel like sometimes it's easy to stop making the conscious effort to romanticize your life and, you know, everything gets busy, it's easy to let those little moments fly by, and when you're in a slump or when you're just not feeling the greatest, it's important to really kind of find your presence in really small moments and romanticize them. You know, something as small as making your coffee in the morning or taking a shower can be a really great experience for you if you make it a great experience. And that's really what I've been trying to focus on a lot lately and I feel like it's really been helping just lift my mood when I'm feeling a bit down. So yeah, that's what today's topic is going to be about, but before we get into it, let's go ahead and jump into our weekly segments. Something I'm loving, something I'm doing, and something I'm working on. Something I'm loving lately has probably got to be tea. I think that this choice is definitely influenced by the fact that I haven't been feeling the best, but I've honestly been a tea drinker for forever. And so I feel like I've just been drinking a lot more often lately. And something that I really want to get into actually bouncing off this real quick is using like different foods and stuff like that to make my own tea at home. I think I saw a girl on TikTok or Instagram have this like glass teapot and she put like flowers in it, some different herbs, and then she filled it with just hot water and it was like brewing her own tea out of like fully natural ingredients. And so I thought that that was really cool and it made me want to try it. I think I also really just wanted to try it because it looked really pretty when she put all the flowers in there. But yeah, tea is definitely my something I'm loving lately. I just... Can't get enough of it right now and I'm kind of excited because during summer I always make sunbrew tea. I don't know if that's what it's called, sun tea I think it is where you like put tea in like out in the sun and then you brew it in the sun, it always comes out so good. So that is my little glimpse into summer. But yeah, tea is gonna be what my something I'm loving is. Something I'm doing is going back to my roots a little bit with bullet journaling. I kind of fell really deep into digital planning as far as mapping out my life on Notion. And while I definitely love Notion and this isn't saying that I'm not using it anymore because I'm literally using it right now, I just haven't been feeling as connected to it lately. I feel like I'm just craving a pen to paper experience again. And so bullet journaling is definitely that for me. I've been bullet journaling since I was maybe 13, 14 years old. So I'm 22 now. It's almost a decade. And it is just one of my favorite things to do. I love how creative you can get with it. I love how practical it can be. I love being able to look back on my old journals and kind of see where I was five years ago. It's just a really cool perk of journaling. And so what I'm doing right now is, is trying to find a balance between everything I'm planning. So I have a wall calendar now with all of my like work to-do lists on like scheduled out on there. I have my digital planner for different schedules and tasks. And then I have my bullet journal for more emotions, habits, and feelings. I definitely feel like by keeping these things separate, like by separating each journal or each journaling method into different categories, it makes it so that I'm less overwhelmed when looking at a specific place. I don't know if that makes sense, so let me explain really quick. When I open up Notion, because I have so much stuff in there, I have stuff where it's like stuff for my health, stuff for my work, stuff for my personal life, it's almost overwhelming to see it all in one place. So what I've been doing is separating it to where my bullet journal is purely personal, my digital journal is like a mix of work and personal, and then my wall calendar is purely work and I think that that's a separation that I definitely have been needing lately just to give me a little bit more work-life balance and I feel like it's been really helping and finally something I'm working on is semi beauty fashion related I don't know if I talk much about that on here but I have loved makeup for, since forever I view it as a form of expression and I feel the same way about style and clothes and I just find it to be really enjoyable even if I'm not the best at it but I recently fell down like a hole on TikTok all about finding what color suits you best like as far as like what clothes colors look best on you and then what makeup styles look best on you and so I was like studying my face shape and like studying my body proportions and trying to figure out like what clothes you know suit me best what makeup styles suit me best so I kind of been working on curating that for myself in a way that makes me feel more confident. I think I've talked about this before, but I have struggled with insecurity my whole life and I'm kind of curious to see if part of that maybe stems from me not knowing what suits my body and my face the best. So I've been having a lot of fun with that. I switched from doing like my normal eyeliner to doing something that's like more smudged out. I switched from wearing really form-fitting clothes to wearing things that are a little bit more flowy, and I've just been messing around with that. I think that there are tons of resources on, you know, YouTube and just on the internet in general that you can look into if you're curious about that, but I definitely think it's really interesting. This was really inspired by a video I saw, and it was about a girl wearing her shirt in like different ways so she like wore it cropped and then were like long if that makes sense and it completely changed the way her body looked and she was like this is you know what happens when you wear clothes that fit you differently and I was like oh my god like I need to look into that more so yeah I've been working on that it's been pretty fun and it totally makes me want to just get more creative with my style so I'm excited to see where that journey takes me but I think that about wraps it up for our weekly segments thank you guys so much for chatting with me and catching up definitely DM me your answers to those questions over on Instagram I love talking with you guys on there but without further ado let's go ahead and jump into today's topic How I romanticize my life every day. I remember when I first heard about the idea of romanticizing your life, I wasn't really on social media that much at the time, but it inspired me to start the journey. In 2021, I started a TikTok account that's now home to over half a million friends, and I think we all have one thing in common. We want to romanticize our everyday life. So when I first saw this video about a girl romanticizing her life, I felt really inspired. I wanted to feel the way she felt, experience life in a new way, and really just make everything feel a bit more special. So I documented my pursuit of living life through rose-colored glasses. Throughout this pursuit, I started doing simple things that really made my daily life feel like a movie. Even if it was just making my morning coffee, I began to really curate a life experience for myself that made every second enjoyable. And if you're listening to this, chances are you want to do the same. I wrote up a list of three simple things I do every day to help romanticize my life. And today I want to share them with you. When I first started to romanticize my life, the first thing I did was create a morning coffee ritual. My morning beverage was no longer just a bit of caffeine to help me make it through the day. It was an experience. The idea is to get used to creating experiences for yourself. So you'll want to start adding things to your morning ritual that make it more intentional. Let me walk you guys through what my morning beverage kind of ritual or routine looks like and why I feel like it really helps me romanticize my life in a pretty practical way. So I wake up, I turn on some of the lights in the house, and then I turn on some lo-fi music in the background. There's just something about it that makes you feel like you're in a movie. I'm honestly always listening to lo-fi music. I think that this is a great way to romanticize your life. It makes you feel like you're just in your own little scene, in your own little movie, and it just kind of makes life feel a little bit more special. So step one, turn on music, check. Then when I open my jar of espresso beans, I smell it. I smell the coffee before even tasting it. Once again, it really immerses me in the experience. Now I have a couple of my different senses happening right now, I have my ears listening to the music that's going on, and I have my nose smelling the coffee before I even start making it. From there, I treat each action like it's something special, pressing the coffee down gently instead of in a rush, taking my time to pour it into my favorite mug, watching the milk mix into it, choosing my favorite coffee syrup of the day. All these little things that we normally rush past in the morning become things that we look at with intention and when we start doing this we can start romanticizing the moment as a whole i think when i first started doing this it really was influenced by TikTok because i was you know filming my morning coffee and so i wanted everything to look nice i wanted it to be an experience i wanted it to be you know visually aesthetic and the side effect of me recording my mornings was that i really started to be more intentional with them you know i feel like i used to just grab whatever mug I wanted in the morning to put whatever coffee in to, you know, throw in some syrup and then chug it down. Because it wasn't about the experience of making the coffee, it was about the coffee itself. And I think that when I reverse that mentality to be less about the final product and more about the journey to get there, that's when I started to really be able to romanticize my life in really little moments. And as soon as my coffee's ready, I head downstairs and I take the first sip while outside watching the sunrise. And I know what you might be thinking you might be thinking that's so extra that's ridiculous I'll never be able to go outside in the morning with my coffee you know I get that I really really do but I honestly look at the way I viewed my mornings before I started doing this little romanticize your life ritual and then after and the difference is pretty significant I feel like I now really enjoy my mornings. There's something I look forward to, there's something I value, and it leaves me in a better mood than I've ever been in before. And this tip doesn't just apply to your morning beverage routine, right? This applies to everything. For example, another thing I do is when I'm getting ready in the morning, just doing my makeup, I used to always do it while sitting down at a mirror or at my vanity or in the bathroom. And instead, what I do now is I turn on some kind of high energy, upbeat music to get me pumped for the day. And I kind of just dance around the room while doing my makeup and it's one of those things that feels so 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 silly when you first do it but then you know you do it a couple times and you realize how much of a difference it makes on your mood if you smile at yourself in the mirror while you know getting dressed in the morning if you dance your way out the door all these little moments that you might feel are silly to do actually are really just a way to romanticize your life in ways you might not initially think of. I really want you guys to look for small moments in your daily routine or your daily life that can really almost bring you a sense of joy or peace if you were to spend more time intentionally focusing on them. And then once you find one thing, find another thing and another and another and another. I can think of so many right now that I've done just today that just make me feel like my life is special. It makes me feel like I'm not just living my day-to-day life and a mundane routine. It makes me feel like my life is full of beautiful little moments that I can really appreciate. Like I said earlier, the idea is to get used to creating experiences for yourself. So do that. Go out and create new experiences for yourself, even if it's something that you do every single day. And after you get in the habit of doing this, you'll find that those little moments and these little experiences start popping up everywhere, and it just really makes you feel like you're romanticizing your life. The second thing I do to romanticize my life every day is to study or work from a new place. Getting outside of your usual environment is a great way to feel like life is a little bit more special. My favorite thing to do is to go to either a coffee shop or a library, and it doesn't just start or stop when you get to the coffee shop. It starts before that. Prior to leaving, I pack my bag with my favorite pens and my favorite pencils. I bring notebooks that inspire creativity and headphones to help me zone in. Once I get to the shop, I get a drink that I genuinely enjoy, usually a latte, and then I finish it off by sitting by windows and listening to some music. That's my favorite place to sit because you can watch people walk by, you can watch the trees outside, and it really just makes you feel like you want to romanticize your life. Because then you're not just working on, you know, emails or working on a paper, you're sitting in a coffee shop, you have a coffee, you, you know, are sitting by a window, there's tons of natural light, there's just so many beautiful things about that moment that I think really can bring you a sense of joy and peace. This is something that I tend to do whenever I'm feeling like I'm in a little bit of a slump at home, so I work from home and it gets to be a little bit dull sometimes because there's not a lot of interaction with other people. There's not a lot that changes on a day-to-day basis. So one way that I've been romanticizing my life has been going to new places to study. And that's why I think this tip resonates with me so much, because I've really been trying to be more intentional with getting out of the house and romanticizing those experiences. I made it a goal of mine to go to 20 different coffee shops over the course of a year, and I think it's just one of those extra ways to help make the experience a little more interesting. Again, the whole point, is to romanticize your life, and one of the best ways of doing that is to give yourself these little goals to achieve. So the next time you sit down to study at home or study in your usual place, pick up your books, grab a coffee, and go somewhere new. Adding those little adventures and goals into your life are great ways to start romanticizing your everyday life. And last but not least, the third way I romanticize my life every day is by treating every night like a self-care night. I used to think that a self-care night had to be earned, that it was something you did once in a while but never too often. When I started to actively romanticize my life, I realized how much I could benefit from adding bits of self-care into my night routine. Instead of waiting for the right moment to try out a new face mask, I'd put it on that night. By embracing your life in the now, you'll find that it starts to feel more special as a whole, so now I allow myself to have a self-care night every night. And before I talk to you guys about how I do that, I wanted to really highlight what I just said. Instead of waiting for the right moment to do something, I do it right now. That saying or that mindset has completely changed how I feel about life. And I really do feel like it helps me romanticize things that happen every day. I remember hearing the story about a woman who got this super fancy box of chocolates and she didn't want to eat them until it was the right time. So she put them away and she didn't look at them. She just kind of said, I'll know when it's the right time to eat them I want it to be a special occasion. It can't just be any other day. And then one day when she was cleaning, she had found that box of chocolates that she had never eaten and they had gone bad. And I remember hearing this story and thinking, oh my god, how many things do I treat like that? How many things do we tell ourselves we have to save for the right moments and then that moment never comes? And when I think about romanticizing my life, I think about that story. You know, we don't have to wait for the right moment to have another self-care night, to pop that bottle of champagne. Pain, to eat those chocolates that right moment that right occasion that right day can be today we can make every day a special day when we start to romanticize what we do and so i just wanted to emphasize that to you guys because that's something that i think a lot of us kind of do we have a tendency to put things off until the right moment when the right moment in reality could be right now and that's why i think i started having these self-care nights every night i didn't want any night to feel like it was less special just because what it just was an ordinary day no i wanted every night to feel that way, I wanted every night to feel special, even if there wasn't a specific occasion that I felt warranted it. So I light candles that make my home smell amazing. I turn on ambient lighting to add to the atmosphere. I wear clothes that make me feel cozy and cute at the same time. I make myself tea and I add flowers to it. I put on perfume after I shower and spray my bed with lavender. I treat my nights like they're special and it makes them special. At the end of the day, romanticizing your life will look different for everyone, but I think it's something we should all try to do a bit more of. So the question I want to ask you today is how can you romanticize your life today? Feel free to DM Me your answer over on Instagram. I would absolutely love to chat with you there about it. And I really do challenge you this week to look at the small moments of your life and ask yourself how you can start to romanticize them. Look at the things you do every day that you would normally categorize as ordinary and ask yourself how you can make them more special. I think that's how we're really gonna be able to romanticize our lives and start living lives that we really feel really happy about. But that's all I have for you guys today. Thank you so, so, so much for listening. It honestly means the world to me. If you enjoyed today, today's podcast, feel free to rate it over on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. It really helps me out and it also helps get the podcast out to more people who might benefit from it. But thanks again for listening. I hope you have an amazing rest of your week and I'll talk to you all next time on Onwards and Upwards.